and welcome to today's episode of the Pipeline ACC Podcast. I am Dan Siegel from ACC Content. I am joined as always by Jason Gibbs. Jason, how are we doing tonight? Beautiful, Dan. First full day of ACC tournament action. Running the fast break, fastest 10 minutes in podcasting. Let's get to it. All right, first game, Syracuse beating NC State 89-68. to it was that night for Syracuse. All their shots are falling, 57% from the field, 48% from behind the arc. Um, Buddy Beheim had a great game with 27 points, 20 in the first half. And Buddy Beheim, coach's son, everyone likes to hate on him. But you have to admit, I mean, he's really picked up his game as of late. He really has, and, and he carried Syracuse. We mentioned it last night. Uh, Syracuse was in a do-or-die situation. They lose here. They're pretty much out of the tournament. They fight on, so we're going to see if they can keep their hopes alive versus Virginia. Yeah, Syracuse is right now on that bubble. They may sneak in with a loss to UVA tomorrow, but I think they certainly need that win to be safe because it's just – it happens every year this way. Syracuse right now is about as on the bubble as on the bubble gets. Yeah, I think they live on the bubble each and every year, right? I just want to go on step record by saying I am back on the fire Kevin Keats bandwagon after my dark horse pick NC State goes out in the first round and my pipe lock pick. Just really a disastrous, disastrous play for me. Do you mean to say that Kevin Keats is not a winner? <laughs> hey, if you mess up my pick, I think the only rational response is you get fired. That's fair. Moving on to... Miami at Clemson, 67 to 64, probably our best game of the night, at least in terms of how close it was. Miami did everything to choke in the final seconds, including a couple of critical turnovers, but they prevailed defensively, Jason. Yeah, we mentioned it in our last pod, the fighting Laranegas, just gutsy Isaiah Wong leading them again. I think he did he get to 20 points. I know he was close. He got exactly yeah, 20 points, 20 points, second game in a row. But, you know, just like you mentioned, we really could tell down the stretch. They were fatigued. They only play seven players, mental mistakes, terrible turnovers. Clemson just really couldn't take advantage. If, if they could have just made a basket or two, there was no way Miami could have fought out of that hole. Yeah, I think Georgia Tech's going to have their way with Miami tomorrow but trivia time Miami becomes the first ever 13 seed to reach the quarterfinals with a win who was the most recent 12 seed to do it this happened within the last five years I'm gonna have to say Virginia Tech it was actually Boston College 2018 and Jerome Robinson, Kai Bowman team. I gotcha. remember them fighting with pretty much everybody. They fought with the Blue Bloods at the top. I think that's the year that they beat Duke and they also almost beat Virginia, but they ended up being a 12 seed. I guess they lost to some bad teams. But moving on, we got Duke beating Louisville 70 to 56. Mark Williams. Your breakout pick for the 2021 season with a star night, 23 points, 19 rebounds, and perhaps he has broken out maybe a little bit too soon for you to be correct. <laughs> Your boy, Mark Williams, doing it big. 
Matthew Hurt scores 20 points. Basically, no one even notices because of how dominant Mark Williams was in the paint. One-point game at halftime really kind of turned into a, a laugher down the stretch as Louisville couldn't get anything to drop, and Mark Williams was just dominating the paint. Rebounds, uh, block shots, points, just uh, really a great performance by him. This brings us to our factoid of the day. Williams' rebounds were the most in ACC play this year, his 19 rebounds. Justin Champagny had 20 and 21 in two separate games, but they were in non-conference play. So he also passed the ACC freshman record holder, which was Virginia's Ralph Sampson back in the 1980s. So Yeah, if you're passing Ralph Sampson as far as in the ACC annals of history, you're doing something right. So big future for Mark Williams and, and the Blue Devils. And how does this affect the bracket? Well, Duke is still out. Louisville is still in, but neither we could say for sure. Duke plays Florida State tomorrow, and I think that might be enough to put them over the top. Granted, it's very hard to beat Florida State, but also keep in mind that the other conference tournaments will change things as well. Not only the power conference tournaments, but some of those Goodman major conferences, such as the Mountain West, they have several teams in the bubble and they haven't played yet. So other conference tournaments are something to keep an eye on as well as the ACC tournament. Yeah, and I got to give them a little hat tip because my pipe locks were heading off the cliff and Duke pulled them back from the from the fire. So hats off to the Blue Devils. Finally, our final game of the day. Well, in short, UNC covers the spread. And long, <laughs> they won 101 to 59 over Notre Dame. So all I have to say is when UNC figures out a team, they dominate. They did the same thing with Louisville couple weeks ago beating them by 45 and the common theme true freshman walker kessler was a big part of it yeah if you had the fighting irish plus 41 and a half you lost so tough game for those people that teased it up that far as far as north carolina it, it did it was very reminiscent of the louisville game in that they had their foot on their throat and they never let off the gas uh irish cut it to 12 early in the second half. And then I think they went on the Tar Heels went on something like a 43 to four run, just something incredible. Kessler, Baycott, Sharp, all scoring down low, rebounding. When they hit outside shots, we've said it over and over again, they're a completely different team. Caleb Love started the game with a three pointer and it just seemed like the floodgates were open. And this was all without Garrison Brooks even playing. So forgot about that. Big, big right. night for the Tar Heels. Yeah. Notre Dame just had a size deficiency and the Tar Heels exploited it, but that's all for last night. Uh, if we look out at our pipe locks, so I got the win with Miami plus nine, so I move on to two and one on the year. You went one and one, so you initially had NC State with a big loss outright, but you also had the win with Duke minus two, so you can move on to one and two on the season, one on one, one and one on the day. So for Tomorrow's pipe lock. It's my turn to go first. I'm going to choose UVA minus five. I think they have a great matchup advantage against Syracuse. I think they're five points better regardless. So give me UVA minus five all day. I'm very confident about that pick. Yeah, love that pick. That's actually going to be my pick too. So we're in pipe lock agreement. Was tempted to go Georgia Tech minus nine and a half, but 
Uh, you never know with the fighting Larinagas. So sticking with the Cavs, uh, minus five. Certainly agree with that pick. Tomorrow we have to read off the full matchup slate. We have Virginia versus Syracuse at 12. We have we have Miami versus Georgia Tech at 2.30. We have Duke versus Florida State at 6.30. We have North Carolina versus Virginia Tech at 9 o'clock, and they're all on our wonderful ACC network. So that will be our slate for tomorrow. The one that glares out at me is North Carolina versus Virginia Tech coming off of essentially a COVID pause is Virginia Tech because they missed their recent two games and they, I don't think they played in a couple weeks. Yeah, that, that I, you know, I think all three of us on, on the pod the, the other night liked Florida state and Georgia tech in the finals, but I went something different just so just to mix it up a little bit. And I said, Virginia, Va tech, I'm really shaky about that now. You know, they've, the, the teams that have coming off of COVID pause, one of them being NC State, well, we saw how they played today. So, going to gonna be tough, especially if the Tar Heels play like they played tonight. To be fair, I didn't even think of that fact until tonight. So, I wasn't considering the fact that Virginia Tech will have that COVID pause that they're coming off um, in that game. But that does make me consider the fact that they – might go down to North Carolina tomorrow. We'll see. But, I mean, before we end, I'll, I'm kind of ending this on a negative note because our value plays lost by a combined 63 points tonight. So, <laughs> maybe we should stop ACC. So, possibly. you're saying my my money line parlay of NC State and Notre Dame was no good tonight? No good. <laughs> 63. Just a little off. Just a little off. I'm just kidding, by the way. Yeah. If you were not, then I don't know what we're doing here. But, I mean, it happens. You win some, you lose some. But Time to hang up the old betting slips at that point. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, that's been 10 minutes. So thank you for listening to our fast break episode, and we'll see you next time on the Pipeline ACC podcast.